You're listening to Winnet Primary School on Highlands FM. Hi, welcome to Winnet Primary's radio station. I'm Melania. And I'm Mac. We've got Rose and Elsie here too. We're introducing them in a minute. Melania, why do you think you really, really want to do this? I wanted to do it to get my confidence built up, well, built up and also just to spend time with other people. Yeah, because I want to do this to get my public speaking up and also because I know that I want to be, it's like, it's like my start of being a super celebrity because I know that heaps of people are listening. So, um, what do you, do you think the studio looks really cool? I think it looks awesome. It's got so much amazing, it's just amazing. And my mum works in a school and not many other schools have a radio station, so it's a very lucky opportunity for us. Yeah, so does my dad. I really hope him will make him so, so jealous because when I get home, I'm going to say, well, I was in a radio channel today. What about your school? And the, But he always copies our school, so I reckon he's going to start one. But we can't make that happen. What about you? Okay, so now to Rose. Hi, I'm Rose. And I'm Elsie. What made you really want to come onto this radio station, Rose? Well, I like public speaking, but not in front of a lot of people. But since there isn't a lot of people here that I'm talking to, it's pretty good to know that other people are listening to me, even if I'm not talking to them in a big group. How about you? Yeah, same with me. I've also spoken live on a radio station before. It was on Smash FM, and it was really fun, so I thought um, it would be great to have this opportunity again. So guys, why don't you tell everyone what we're going to be listening to today on our show? Well, later on, I'm going to be reading a short story from one of my favourite books. And I'll be reading the newsletter and um, doing some 60-second science facts. And I've got an interview with Mrs Ellis, um, and that's Wooden Primary School's principal. And Melania? Well, I'm going to be doing Wooden Primary News and all about different things happening around the school. But first, let's have a story. Over to you, Rose. Hi, this is a book from Naughty Stories for Good Boys and Girls, Volume 7, from Christopher Mill, The Girl Who Ruled the World. We've all met some rat bags in our time, but Melissa Chan would have to take the cake. Very cheeky, very loud, funny sometimes, and naughty most times. Would best describe her, but cool to her friends. If grown-ups were asked, if for some reason a child had to rule the world, who would you choose? It wouldn't be Melissa Chan. As it turned out, Melissa lived in Canberra, and one day her school was asked to sing Advance Australia Fair at a special welcome for the President of the United States. As well as singing, there would be a flag waving for the other school, speeches and a band playing, and the whole thing would take place at the airport. Everyone was to be on their best behaviour because, apart from the importance of the day, there would be a television cameras everywhere. Best behaviour, wonder Melissa. We'll see about that. The idea of being on television sounded excellent to Melissa, but not just because, as a singer in some dopey school choir, Melissa wanted to be the star, the taking point, the rat bag. So secretly and very cleverly, Melissa made some plans. At, at last, the day arrived and Melissa was so excited you'd think she got out of school for a year. Just lined up in her position, ready to sing, then, just as the president's plane landed, knelt down, crawled under the nearby police car, 
everyone was too busy watching the plane to notice Melissa, and she ha- and in no time she had rolled out from under the other side of the police car and into the main building, and then into the toilets. Secretly during practice that day before, Melissa had hidden a small bag in the bottom of a waste paper bin. Would it still be there? Yes. As quick as a flash, Melissa had snuck back into her singing position with something rather large up her jumper. The president stepped out of the plane, the band played, and the man who was the boss of the whole day whispered, Ready, children, 30 seconds to go. Sorry, said Melissa to herself, not 30 seconds for this girl. And with that, Melissa marched out from behind the group and straight up to the president, carrying a large bunch of flowers. Oh, said the crowd, watching, how lovely. The man who was the boss of everything moved to stop her, but too late. The president was already smiling at the dear little girl with the flowers. Television cameras everywhere swung on to Melissa. Why, thank you, honey, said the president. What a perfect welcome to this great country of yours. Please smell them, your highness, said Melissa. They're Australian wildflowers. The president would love to have smelled the flowers, but he didn't get the chance. As he leaned forward, something squirted him right in the face, inside the flowers. Rat bag Melissa had hidden a water pistol. Oh, ho, ho, laughed the president. You got me. Pure Australian water, I hope. No, said Melissa. Cat's pee. But the, but the president didn't hear Melissa reply because as she spoke, Melissa pushed him backwards. You see, just behind the president, Melissa had suddenly seen a man with a gun. Then Melissa was pushed over herself by a policeman. Then screams, then terrible panic. Someone had tried to shoot the president and Melissa had saved his life. During the craziness fo- followed, with people rushing everywhere, sirens wailing and a policeman holding her to the ground. Melissa released that she could have been shot herself. How stupid in trying to be a smarty pants and get her face on TV, she could have been killed. In that few seconds, Melissa decided never to be a right bag again. Although it turned out the man was only hoid the man was only holding a toy gun, the president pointed out that Melissa wasn't to know that. So in his mind, what she had done was just as important as saving his life. How can I ever thank you? asked the president. Oh that's okay, said Melissa. There must be something, said the president. Well thought Melissa. It's not every day the President of the United States asks you something he can do for you. Little by little she felt her naughtiness returning. There is one thing, I suppose, said Melissa. You just name it, said the president. Melissa, who by now was well aware of of all the TV cameras were watching, asked, Are you sure? Yep, said the president. Good, said Melissa. I want to be the boss of the world. You can't be serious, said the president. I sure am, said Melissa. And just for one day now, I'd be grateful if you'd get me on that mobile phone and see your friend carrying and start working things out. Otherwise, I'll see you in court. Remember, you've promised me on national television. Do you think that didn't cause the stir? But only three days later, every country in the world made the following rule. On the first Monday of April every year, there will be no school. All lollies will be free. All adults will give as much as they can afford to help needy people. No children can get in trouble for being naughty. When the president returned to America, his wife asked how he enjoyed his trip to Australia. Great place to visit, said the president, but I'd hate to live there. The children are all rat bags and the water smells like cat's pee.
Thank you for listening. This is Highlands FN and we are Woodends. Well, thanks for that, Rose. Um, I, I really love Christopher Mills. It's, I think he's a good author. Elsie Melania, what's your favourite book? Well, so far I'm reading The Hunger Games and I am loving it. It's really interesting about what happens with all the characters and I'm not going to spoil it for you. Well, I've got lots of favourite books, but I think... I've got like eight favourite books. Seven of them are the Harry Potter series. I love Harry Potter. It's like the best series ever. And, I, and I'm also reading The Hunger Games and it is such a good book. I'm loving it. What's your favourite book, Mac? Well, I like plenty of books. I'm reading the series called Cherub now, but that's, that's, like, that's good, but not my favourite. I like Andy Griffiths because he's really funny and, um, in, and like, he makes up stories, but it feels like they're real. And Andy, in the book, he always gets into trouble trying to impress Lisa. Now I'm going to throw it over to Elsie, who has the awesome 5-6 what report from a couple of weeks ago. Here you go, Elsie. Thanks. Um, I'm going to read the Cricket Sports Report written by Xavier and Andre. Smash! We hit the opponent's wicket. We sprint at least 50 or 60 runs by the end of the game. We were defeated. St Ambrose took us by 30 runs, but we were excited about the next match. The second game commences as we recover from defeat. Swipe the sweat from our heads. Take the ball, smash, smashing eight wickets. St Mary's don't know what was coming. We have won our second game, and all the team is excited. On our third game against Bremer College springs into action. We, with not a second to lose, we grab a ball and bowled and a wide. The grass was too thick. Our batting plummeted harshly, but we were still in good spirits. We lost our game to Bremer. Our last game has begun. We, had take, we take a ball and bowled a wide. What was happening? Smash, we hit a wicket. Our team grows wild and we hit five wickets straight. We bowled across the pitch like we are a part of the speed force. We need six runs to win, to win the match. There's only five minutes and 30 seconds left. Sweat was pouring down our faces. What was going to happen? Were we going to lose against Romsey? We take a bat eager to win. Our opponent got into the bowling stance. We were gripping the bat tight. Slow motion took over my state of mind. Smash! That wasn't the sound of the bat hitting the ball. It was the ball hitting our wickets. Romsey has won the match. Romsey has won the match. Would end fifth on the ladder, defeated by Romsey's primary school. 98 to 110. We sight the mixed team from a distance. St Mary has defeated Woodend. Their first game was a success, taking the opponent by storm. Overall, this was a fun experience. Although we lost a couple of games, we will increase our skills. Yeah, definitely. That's, re- that's really interesting, Elsie. The way that it was written, re- it really felt like that. There was sweat um, falling down our faces and it was super hard competition. Now it's Melania with some other news. Uh, in December last year, the school filmed a drone video going all over Woodham Primary School and the off-campus at Carl's Room. It looks amazing and it has hit over 8,000 followers. Amazing, right? If you want to see it, go to the school's Facebook page and you really won't be disappointed. It looks amazing. 
Even I've seen it and I got weird. Thank this you. is Wooden Primary School on Highlands FM. Now we've got this section biology, um, 60 second science. She's got to say as many science facts as she can in 60 seconds. Are you ready, Elsie? Yep. Go. The Central American salamander can extend its tongue in more than half more than half of its body length in seven milliseconds. That's 50 times faster than you can blink your eyes. Wow, that's incredible. Camels can drink exactly 113 litres in 13 minutes. Wow, that's really fast. In ancient times, toilet paper used to be just a sponge on a stick. Gross. (laughs) Someone who would weigh 68 kilos on Earth would only weigh around 11 kilos on the moon. The moon's gravity is so much lower than the Earth it's because it's just 1% the mass of Earth. Wow. The adult human has exactly 206 bones. The thigh bone is the biggest and strongest bone in your body. Wow. Cool. Babies are born with about 270... Oh, sorry, Elsie. Oh. Time's up. <laughs> you have to save the rest for next week. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So lately, I've heard that you did an interview with our principal, Mrs. Ellis. Yeah, I did. It was really fun. So, w- what was the purpose of it? Well, I just wanted to get to know her because she's pretty um, new at this school, and I didn't know much about her. So yeah. Well, that's interesting. Well, why don't we have a listen to that? Yeah. Enjoy. Hi, Mrs. Ellis. How have you settled into Wayne Primary School? Well, have you enjoyed it? And what is your favourite part of it? It's always interesting, Matt, coming to a new school because you obviously do things a certain way at the the school you've already been at. The thing that I've loved most about being at Wood End Primary School is how welcome the students have made me. The students certainly make you feel that they care about you, they're very kind, they're very thoughtful. Students often pop up to my office and just knock on the door and say hello or ask me how my holiday was. I'm really enjoying working with the staff. The staff are hardworking, they show lots of initiative and they really go out of their way to make sure they provide the best that they can for the students at our school. And the parent community, I think what I love most about our parent community is that they really talk about our school in a a really positive way and, and talk about Wood End Primary School as being a great school. Wooden has recently participated in inter-school sports and tell me how they went. Well, my understanding is we didn't end up at the top of the uh, leaderboard, but we certainly ended up, I think, being highly successful in the skills that we did show. We were successful because of the amount of um, commitment that our students made towards practising and certainly participating on the day. Talking about sports, what is your favourite and why? I've always played a number of sports and I've always been really into fitness, although in saying that I'm the most unfit that I've ever been at the moment. I trained as a phys ed teacher, so um, that's certainly my background, but even growing up I played every sport from badminton to basketball, Um, I played girls cricket, I was the captain of girls cricket team. But my number one all-time favourite sport is netball, and I played netball from about the age of eight or nine. Um, right up until about a year ago when I had major shoulder surgery and unfortunately now I'd have to say that my netball career has come to an end. 
Tell me how many years you've been teaching now. I started university at Bendigo in 1982 and I started teaching at a rural town up in the Mallee called Wedderburn in 1985. So I can tell by the look on your face, Mac, that you're thinking, gee, that's a long time. So yes, I've been in education for around 30 years and I've loved every minute of it. What school did you teach before this one? Before this, I was principal at Lancefield Primary School for six years, and prior to that, I was a classroom teacher at Romsey Primary School, where I taught preps for a very long time, and then I finished my last lot of teaching before I became a principal. I finished teaching Year 5-6. Have you noticed any similarities between Lancefield and Woodend? Yes, that even though Woodend's a bigger town, um, there's still both country or rural towns where there's a really strong sense of community. The uniforms at both schools are very similar, they're both the navy blue um, uniforms and I would have to say that the students at both schools really loved their sport and also their music so they certainly are the similarities. Tell me about Lansford, what did you like about it? For me, Lancefield was my first opportunity as a principal. So for me, there was a huge amount of learning that occurred there. There were times that, like students, I felt like I was at the bottom of the learning pit and thought, gee whiz, am I ever going to get to the top? But I certainly loved that learning journey. And I think I liked Lancefield. It was a smaller school and they had a really big focus on their gardens and their... Uh, farmers market and producing um, or harvesting produce for that market but overall for me um, Lancefield was a really fun time and a time that I'll always appreciate and I really appreciate it because it was a place where I learnt so much. Tell me have you ever been overseas and and where have you been? Ever since my first year of teaching so back in 1985 I started going to Bali And every year since then, or nearly every year since then, I've travelled to Bali and I go over and spend time in the orphanages and the schools there and helping children that aren't as fortunate as what we are. Um, I was lucky enough two years ago that I travelled extensively. I did five months in Europe. We did, my husband and I did five weeks doing the 100-year Gallipoli Memorial or commemorative cruise. So we followed in the exact steps of the Anzacs right from Albany and West Australia right through to Rome and of course stopping at Gallipoli along the way and Egypt and many other great places. And I really fell in love with Italy and Germany and this year we're actually going back again for five weeks to Croatia and Italy. So I'm really looking forward to that. If you could donate $1 million to any cause, what would it be? I really don't know. There's so many causes that I'd like to help out. I often say that it would be, again, towards something in Bali, and people often say to me, but why don't you, why wouldn't you donate money in the country where you live? And my answer to that is because in Australia, people have lots of opportunities to get government support in countries like Bali there is no government support so if you're poor you're really poor 
If I was to donate money here in Australia, it would be towards mental health issues because so many people now are struggling for mental health issues. If you had three wishes to wish for, what would what would it be? My number one wish would be for everybody to treat other people in a respectful manner. And that doesn't mean that you have to like everyone because human nature would say that we won't always like everyone else. But I would certainly wish that everyone would be respectful towards other people. I would certainly wish, certainly for my children, um, for them to always be happy and healthy and obviously for most people in their life to be happy and healthy. And my number three wish would be that there was just um, less conflict in the world and that people could be fairer in the way that they looked at things or that people tried to understand other people's perspective. Um, what are your children's names and how old are they? My children's names are Tyson and he's 26 and he works in a restaurant and my other son is Joshua and he's 25 and he's an electrician. I was wondering what town or city did you grow up in? I grew up on the other side of Melbourne, out at a place called Kilsyth that was at the foot of the Dandenong Ranges. So just like we're here now at the foot of the Macedon Ranges, I was at the foot of the Dandenong Ranges. Then I went to primary school at Kilsyth Primary and then we shifted to Shepparton when I was in grade five and then I went to one of the primary schools at Shepparton. Thanks for this great interview and hopefully I can do this again. I really appreciated your time, Mac, and it's smiling faces like yours that make school a great place to be. Wow, Mac, I didn't know so much about Mrs. Alice, but now I do. Mm, yeah, um, that, that I definitely learned some stuff about her. It's well, cool, huh? mm. you'll be an amazing next BTM presenter. Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really want to do that. I've, I've got some other big dreams, but that's a backup plan. <laughs> okay, well... Shoot for the stars, Mac. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we can get other people to interview. Right, Mac? Yeah, hopefully I'll be doing some more because that's really, really cool. Now it's time to listen to one of our wonderful musicians at Bonham Primary School. Um, we have Thomas here, um, a grade five Bonham Primary School student. And he's, um, what song are you going to play? I'm going to play a song called Bad Moon Rising. Take it away. Great, Thomas. Um, can you tell me how long you've been playing guitar for? I've been playing guitar since the start of last year. 
Sorry. So, two years, two years, yeah. yeah. Um, have you learned any other songs? Yes, I have. Thunderstruck. Oh, ACDC songs, right? Yeah. I'm not very good at them, though, and I can't play them very well on acoustic guitar, so... Thanks for being here, and hopefully you'll be able to, you'll be able to play for us again. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This is Highlands FM, and we are Wood and Primus. Sorry, guys, that's all we have time for. This has been an amazing experience, and I hope you've all enjoyed it. Well, hopefully we can get some more 60-second science facts from Elsie and another amazing story from Naughty, Naughty Stories for Good Boys and Girls, and hopefully another interview from Mac. Yeah, well, hopefully you'll see bad luck this time. Hopefully you'll be able to fit in all of the ones that you have um, this week. Yeah, I hope I... I do next week but it's been really fun and again it's been a fantastic experience. Rose what book are you going to read next week? I'm not sure but I'll definitely find something to make sure you all all you viewers enjoy it. Thanks to our fantastic community this has been Elsie, Melania and Rose and I'm Mac and thanks for listening. Catch Catch you later. later!